I'm joined by Anoa Ashutegi. As way of introduction, Anoa is Venezuelan but grew up in Vienna. She was the director of the Culture Centre Cape in Ettelbruck and for the past seven years is the director of the Neumünster Cultural Centre. Anoa is also president of the family planning organisation Planning Familial in Luxembourg. Anoa, thank you for joining me today. Hello. International Women's Day is an annual event on the 8th of March and the campaign theme this year is Choose to Challenge. I have it on good authority that you're someone who has always done just that. Can you remember an instance when you made your first conscious decision to challenge what was the norm? I challenged the norm many times. I remember one time when I was 26 and I had the possibility to um, to direct dance and theater department in book in Vienna I was very very young and they uh, they proposed me that to do that and um, and I had also two other propositions uh, working propositions in other in other fields in the field of cinema and I chose the most difficult one to to direct um, to direct um, a department with people to decide on uh, on uh, artistic uh, subjects, etc. And I was I was very very young, and I I knew that uh, that would be it would be a big challenge, and it was a big challenge. It was really difficult, um, but it was uh, I don't um, regret it. And you deliberately decided to do it that way to take the more difficult challenge. Yes, I took the most difficult uh- challenge. I. I uh, I thought about a lot about that, but I uh, had um, um, a little time to do it. And I chose the most difficult one because you have uh, an opportunity like this only once once in your life. Do you feel that you've built on those decisions as you have gone through your career, the confidence those challenges have given you? Yes, when you when you are so young and you begin with a challenge like this, of course you see you will have a lot of other challenges in this in this camp. For example, now I'm in Neumünster, and this was also a big challenge. Everyone told me that it was impossible to get the job because I I was a foreigner, because I was a woman, because I was very young. I was 35 for this kind of job. I wanted to show that also a young woman can apply to to such a job, but I was sure that they wouldn't take me. So in a way you were challenging just by applying for that job. Yes, this was the idea. At the end it was a surprise <laughs> that they chose me. <laughs> were there expectations that you felt you had to challenge immediately once you were in the job? Yes, a lot of challenges because um, my predecessor was a, was a man, he was very well established, um, an intellectual, a French intellectual, and uh, it was a challenge also to show to everyone I, I won't go into his footsteps. I, I'm a completely another person and they have to deal with it. That I'm, I'm, I have other priorities, I have other views on art. I, have a, I am coming from, uh, from the German world more mm-hmm. or from the Spanish world much more than from the French world. Mm-hmm. And this was one of the big challenges at the beginning. But, uh, but it w- there was also this uh, idea of my board to, to choose someone completely different to have something else, this was what I always thought at that time. So they wanted a big change. Arguably, a challenged world is an alert world. How does your role at Neumünster and the cultural scene in Luxembourg allow you to challenge everyday norms? 
It allows me, but it um, stayed in institutions, so I have a, a lot of things that I have to do, of course. But I have the possibility to show um, interesting exhibitions, for example, with challenging uh, topics. I have the possibility to uh, to do what we call in French art engagé, that means uh, an art which uh, makes people think about things, which makes uh, people change uh, things in the society. And I have this possibility, so I think my my role is also to uh, to do it because I can do it. Do you believe it's the responsibility of every individual to call out gender bias and inequality? It's a responsibility of everyone. We have to, if, you are, if we are not together and if we don't have any allies, we cannot uh, have this uh, feministic uh, fight alone. We, have, we, need, we need the society with us. We need also the legislators with us. We, we need everyone in this, in, this, in this fight because we want to change the, the, the base and not only in Luxembourg, of course, but also worldwide. And I think it's the responsibility of everyone. It's also the responsibility of, uh, for example, of mothers and fathers with the, in the education of their children, especially in the education of the, of the boys, to, uh, to educate them in a, in a very feministic way. That means in a way that, uh, that shows that, uh, that we are all equal, uh, women and men. And it's uh, it's important, and it's um, it's our our task for life, I think. Luxembourg is very international and very multicultural. With that comes bigger challenges, different societies and different cultures coming together with different norms and different standards. Do you think that's an opportunity or a problem? It's an opportunity, but at the same time, we have to have. Uh, strict norms. We cannot accept things which, which don't follow the values and the norms of the society. And this is why I think uh, you have to, to have laws and restrictions in many, in many fields. And for example, in the field of, the, um, of abortion, for example, we have a very uh, liberal uh, legislation and uh, even if we have, if we had people coming from uh, countries where you have more, bigger, bigger groups of pro-life movements, cannot mean that we that we will change our legislation be- because of that. We have to stand for our values. Education then surely must play a strong role in putting forward the values of this country. Do you think there's enough done? No, we have to do much more. For example, I take only the example of um, sex education in, in schools. If you are lucky in Luxembourg, you will have one time a person coming from Planning Familiar in your, in your student life, one time for three hours to, to have the workshops with you, etc. But one time when you are already 13 or 14, if you are lucky. It's not sure that, uh, that your school will will have done the things that you have to do, that they come. But sex education should, for example, begin when children are very small, when children are, uh, I don't know, six years old, eight years old. You need an appropriate sex education for, their, for everyone because there are also families where uh, children don't speak about it, where um, the parents don't speak about this mm-hmm. kind of, of uh, uh, topics, and then they will uh, have their first sex education through pornography, through the, the iPhone, through things which are not appropriate for their age. 
And uh, this is why in some other countries, for example, in the Netherlands, they begin uh, um, much sooner with this kind of education. And uh, this applies to everything. You should have it also in the um, career of, of the teacher. It's important sure. also to, to show the teacher how to, to speak to, with, to, with children. Of course, if you are eight years old, you will have another information than if you are 10, for example. When you are 10 years old, you have to have an information about puberty, about uh, mm. changing of your body, change of your body, etc. But when you are eight, there is something else that you have to, to, to speak about, about consentment. Yeah, consent. It's an understanding of the individual child and what is appropriate and exactly. what isn't. When you are 13, it's important. Also with 13, you can talk about contraception, etc. But consent, for example, mm-hmm. is such Much a earlier. very important um, topic. And also to talk with children about uh, don't give kisses to anyone that you don't want to... So there is a bit, a lot to do in many fields and not only in sex education, but this is the field that I know. So you really see the role of the educator and the school is pivotal in the education of the children, because as we've said, Luxembourg is um, a mixing pot of different cultures, some more conservative in their attitude towards sexuality or towards contraceptive. So the schools and the education have to be pivotal in giving everybody a fair chance. Yes, everyone has to have a fair chance. And this is a thing that we don't see in uh, Luxembourg and it's a big, big topic that uh, if, you are co- if you come from a, from a family which not so many resources than another family, it's not the same opportunity for everyone. This is why the school has to, to improve in that, in that matter. I think also the point you make with education is very important because then regardless of your cultural background, you then as an individual or a teenager will be able to challenge the norms within your own home and yes. with it, with your parents, which also educates. Do we run the risk of being too prescriptive in our ideas of what a feminist should be? Mm, there is no one way to be a feminist. There there are so, so many ways to be a feminist and in every country the... Um, what it means to be feminist is different and every, every fight is, uh, has its legitimation. For example, some years ago when a famine began in Ukraine to, to show their breasts, it was, uh, it was criticized by, by, all, by feminists from the older world, from, from Europe, criticizing that, uh, that they were using their stereotypes to, to attack to attract people. But it was the only possibility that they had to, to come to the covers of all newspapers. And it was the only possibility that they saw to, to show their, their strengths. We cannot judge them. And of the same this fight in other countries, we cannot, we cannot criticize the fight of, uh, for example, to, to leaving the, the whale. To cover your head and wear in, a veil. In other countries, at the same time, we can also be feminists and, to, and think it's better that they wear their, their whale here in our country so that they go out. It's, it's really complicated and all, all uh, feministic issues, feminist issues have their leg- legitimacy. Uh, th- there was also a big discussion, is Beyoncé a feminist or not? So for me, it's not a discussion. If Beyoncé sings about it, works about it, and uh, makes a lot of um, 
advertising, I could say, for feminist issues. Why wouldn't she be a feminist? Who are we to, to decide if someone is a feminist or not? So in light of International Women's Day and collective movements, I guess what you're saying is it's up to the individual to determine their needs and how they move forward with their actions. So if we look at the collective action of women in terms of International Women's Day, we have a women's strike in Luxembourg um, where a group of women have come together to, to strike. Is it fair to demand that collective action of all women if their starting point is different? No, it's not fair because we have um, we have such different backgrounds. We cannot we cannot impose our feminist views to anyone, but we can impose our legislation. This is another thing that we already talked about. But we cannot impose uh, to people that they have to see feminist uh, move, movements uh, only in a, in a in a sort of way. We see it a lot in, uh, in planning familial. Our people go to the foyers or make this uh, Café Santé. Café Santé are um, uh, places which are safe places for uh, most uh, Arabic woman, women, but also of other countries, with also translators for Farsi and other languages. And these are uh, safe spaces for women to talk about contraceptives, to talk about uh, sexuality, to talk about other other topics like this. And um, beca because there was not possibility to get to them, and these Café Santé work very well. They they come with their children, they come with uh, food, they come with. Uh, it's a little bit party. Mm. At the same time, you talk about very important issues with uh, sexologists and with uh, psychologists, etc. And women knew what we were talking, what we wanted to talk. So you've basically created a safe space yes. for the women to yes. come together yes. and but at the same time get information. We made leaflets in different languages, for example, Farsi or Syrian Arabic, etc. They come if they don't speak uh, French, for example, or German or Luxembourgish. They can see it and um, you are pregnant and you don't want this pregnancy or you are pregnant and you want this pregnancy mm -hmm. or you want um, a contraceptive for a, a long-term contraceptive mm -hmm. or you want a uh, short-term contraceptive, things like this. Mm -hmm. And so that they can take this, um, these uh, papers and show it to the, to the medical doctor. Because uh, at the beginning, it was really difficult for our medical doctors. They couldn't um, talk to, to, uh, to these women who had uh, a lot of yeah. needs. And they came from very difficult uh, journeys. Mm. And they, they, uh, they experienced a lot of uh, violence in these journeys. They experienced a lot of bad things. You had uh, women of 22 years with uh, four or five children mm -hmm. who wanted to, to have a solution for that. And the solution is a long-term contraceptive, for example. And now it's much, much better and it's easier also. Your role at Neumünster in itself is massive, but you in 2015 took on this new position at the health clinic. What made you take on the role there? A little bit uh, practical uh, thing of helping women in a practical way. I'm more in the theory in, in Münster. I organize, of course, exhibitions about uh, 
um, um, human rights and, 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 and other topics in this kind, human rights, women rights, etc. But this was the, the confrontation with the, with the reality, the confrontation with uh, vulnerable people to be engaged as real engaged for, for, for women and not only on a theoretical basis. And what challenges do you feel that women still face in terms of health choices? Oh, we have a lot of challenges in, tem- in terms of health choices. The first thing, as a, when we talk about choice, of course, my body, my choice, it's our, um, it's our most important uh, sentence and we have to follow that. But we have, um, we have many countries in the world and not, er- not in every country you have this... Uh, this idea in many countries you have um, the legislators who go into the bodies of, of women, not only in uh, matters of abortion, but all in everything, also in fertility we have had in the, in the past and uh, still going on on uh, actions to uh, unfertilize women, to... to uh, to talk about their their decision of having uh, sex relations or not, to to uh, oblige them to have, to do things that they want to do, and we have uh, and we have uh, big currents in this big movements in this uh, in in many countries. We have also, of course, positive positive examples now in Argentina, for example. But uh, what happened after Argentina, Honduras? put it in the constitution, uh, the, the prohibition of abortion. Mm. So you have also other revolutions. And yeah, there's a backlash. Sometimes as one country moves forward, yeah. other countries move in a different direction. And I think we've seen, I mean, if you look at, you know, Poland. Exactly, Poland you know, and also in the United States, States with yep. Trump. And, and we have also very restrictive legislations in Europe, in Malta, for example. Very, mm. very restrictive until uh, 2018 in Ireland. Yeah. So uh, and it's Northern not, Ireland still. Yeah, exactly. yeah. We have we have we have to um, to be conscious of it on it, of it that not because we we achieved achieved um, um, something that it will stay forever. Mm-hmm. It's very important to know that, and it's very important to to uh, continue the fight and to be very and to be aware of that. To know it that uh, not because we we um, we change something. That it won't, it would stay like this with for our children, and this is one of the health uh, challenges. And the other health challenge is that we have to have um, gender-based medicine. It's important that we go in this direction too, because everything in health, in health matters, in medicine till now was done with more for men or with symptoms of men. And now we are yeah, understanding that um, women have uh, sometimes other issues. For example, what, um, for example, a heart, atta- heart attack. Heart attack of a man has this and this and these symptoms, and they would put be if it were it were the symptoms of everyone, mm-hmm. because men are the norm, mm-hmm. and they are the norm of the mankind. But and women never have been the norm of them of mankind but we are 52 percent of this of the of the mankind yeah, like not only yeah. mankind it's also womankind so um, this kind this gender this gender medicine have has to um, 
to uh, be developed. Now, as well as the challenges that you've mentioned for um, women in the world, there is a role for celebrating advancements and solidarity amongst women. Does the artistic role you have allow you to highlight that? We are very conscious that we have, for example, to program uh, women. We have uh, much more women coming out of um, um, art schools, but there are no women in, in the museums. And the Gorilla Girls, which uh, mm-hmm. is an important artistic uh, per- performative group, mm-hmm. um, showed it also in the, in the 90s. No, no women in the in the in the museums, and it's our our task to do it to, mm-hmm. to show them. And and every every year I look to have women in the programmation. And even if I know it, we we arrive to 34 percent and not 50 percent. And knowing the problem, we don't we don't arrive to it. But we have this goal to arrive to 50. 50% one day and it's important to to have this consciousness for example in the in the field of jazz in the field of jazz we have only men we have um, also a jazz festival for women with uh, with great great musicians and we have to we have to have them here and um, yeah yes it depends it depends of course we have also many men that we choose mm-hmm. it depends on the project and where there are also many feminist men and men who are allies and who want to, who want also to to change the world with us thank you so much for joining me today thank you what we'll do is we'll invite you back to talk about the program at neumünster for the next year so we'll keep that for another day for another day. <laughs> it's okay thank you thank you